Greetings, welcome, welcome to another episode of Season 2, A Journey of Entrepreneurship. We are focused on entrepreneurs and their journey, and I'm really excited because our guest tonight is a phenomenal individual, beautiful person, beautiful soul, and I'm really excited to be talking with her tonight. And I'll just introduce her briefly, and her name is Jasmine, and she's a licensed esthetician and an inspiring herbalist. She's the owner and founder of the Meraki Goddess Spa, and she also has a holistic yoni and beauty line called Meraki Goddess. So right now, without further ado, Jasmine, would you please introduce yourself further and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm Jasmine Williams. I specialize in Brazilian waxes and yoni health which is like the facials and yoni steams to help uplift women in their self-care journey, self-love journey. Meraki goddess, let me start with what Meraki means. Meraki is a word that describes doing something with soul creativity and love and leaving a piece of your heart and soul with it. So what I'm doing, that's what I'm giving, that's what I'm serving. Like everything that I do, I love and best believe I'm leaving a piece of me with you. You gonna remember me once you leave. <laughs> yes, I love it. It's so exciting, you know. A lot of us have been wanting to do this entrepreneurship journey. I myself, I consider myself a multipreneur and I'm really excited to have this conversation with you because I know you took a big leap and I know you took a big leap of of faith and enlightenment to actually go and embark upon this journey. And I want to know, when did you know that entrepreneurship was for you? When did you know? I knew soon as I started it's crazy and it actually was just like handed to me I had started doing yoni things just doing it for myself my health because I struggle with PCOS so mm-hmm. I did the journey on Facebook it was like on my story showing people like my journey of healing myself I'm doing yoni things to heal myself everybody was interested I don't know what to do can you help me so at one point I was just helping everybody Telling them what products to get, what herbs to get, what benefit each herbs do. And I was like, okay. Everybody was telling me, like, you should start selling it. And I'm like, no, I don't know about that. So the icing on the cake was I went to a Chinese restaurant. And at the end of the dinner, I opened my fortune cookie. And the fortune cookie stated that I had a business venture waiting upon me. So I'm like, okay, everybody telling me I should start selling yoni seams since I was educating people. And at the time, I was at school in Nashville. I was going to TSU. Just got an apartment. Didn't have a job. I was, I had just left McDonald's. And I started my business. I took my school refund check and bought everything I needed. And from that moment, I was just like, I don't think I ever want a job again. Like, I love doing what I do. I love a person that people can come to as for help to heal their body. And it's like, I just, from the moment I started my business, I took that leap of faith. And I never had, I didn't go back to a nine to five. I just kept bettering my business. And it's like, I just knew. Soon it was there. (laughs) I love it. You know, because a lot of times, like, as entrepreneurs, 
sometimes it's like some of us are forced into the situation. Some of us, we choose to do it. And some of us, it's like a spiritual inclination. But either way it go, I really feel like entrepreneurs are like the goats of the world because it is entrepreneurs that create those Fortune 500 companies for their families to continue and also to employ so many people, right? So I feel like entrepreneurs are the crazy people in the world that they, they take a leap and a calculated risk on their dreams and their visions. And I really love that, you know, you follow your journey spiritually, it sounds like. It sounds like it was just like, this was all personal. And that makes it so much better when it's personal. Like I started with me. You're like, I started with me and I was just showing my journey. And I realized that I felt empowered to, to help other people and help them on their journey. And and you turned it into a business, like kudos to you. And I, I appreciate you saying like, I didn't go back. I didn't go back to a nine to five and it's no shame or diss to a person that works a nine to five because I, I believe every single person has their own place in this world. I do believe some people are built to work, you know, for the entrepreneurs and for those crazy people that create those those job opportunities for others. So it, it brings me to another question for you. Can you tell me about this word fear? Fear as it relates to the entrepreneurship journey and your perspective on it. Yeah, being an entrepreneur, you have many fears, but you have to be strong. Um Fear, the word fear is fearful. So my perspective on fear, you just have to realize that life is not easy, nothing in life. So just the day-to-day, like, for example, being a child, walking, that's fearful to a child, but you know you have to walk. You have to be open to it. So you, it's okay to have some fear, but you have to be strong enough to work past those fears Mm, yes yes (laughs) I love your outlook on that fear is such a it's such a scary word like you said Mm -hmm. and and it can it can drive us in places where we're like oh I don't want to do this but like you said we just have to push through it we have to be open. I like that word. I want to hold on to that and just really highlight that word. Be open. Be open to the idea of you being able to push past it. And I that's that's amazing, Jasmine. Like, yes. So, <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes we we have different type of entrepreneurs. One of our one of our guests that that's going to be featured on this season, she talked about how she was forced into entrepreneurship. So she didn't get that space of taking a big leap. It was almost like something drastic happened and she had to to rely on her innate skills and her, her natural gifts to get her into that space. And then she fell in love with it after the fact. But it sounds like in your space, you started with this. It's a very personal for you. You were working on healing yourself and working on getting yourself into alignment in your yoni area. And by the way, for those who are listening who may not have heard of the word yoni, yoni is literally talking about a woman's vagina and all those hair care health things that we need and the care that we need to keep our vaginas at its optimum level. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And um, my next question for you, okay, so you took this leap, right? What did it feel like 
when you were falling into that, so to speak. You know, I think a lot of people talk about when we jump off the mountain or when we jump and a lot of people talk a lot of people talk about the land, but a lot of people don't talk about that feeling of freedom and the beauty of that 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 leap that we take. How did it feel when you finally embraced entrepreneurship, when you finally embraced your passion to help people and, and to create the Meraki Goddess Spa and the brand? How did that feel for you? Going back to the word fear. <laughs> when I started, it was kind of <clears throat> fearful to me because I've never been around anyone that owned a business. Um, so, like, going into it, I was very nervous. Like, am I doing the right thing? Is this true? Like, am I sure this is what I want to do? The fact that I love, like, school, I love TSU to do my business, to do something that I truly love. And it's like, in the beginning, I was just so scared because I'm like, uh, <laughs> I've never seen this. Like, i never seen anyone just stop what their they thought was their main goal to do something else. So, but once I got over the fear, it was like amazing. The fact that so many people trust me with an important part of their body. Like, our vagina mm. is so powerful. It's so much means so much to us so the fact that people can trust me to help their help with their vagina just like with waxing not everybody's going to go to somebody to get a wax because that's something special to them their vagina is something special so it just made me feel so empowered to be able to help other women other than myself so going into it it was like I was on clouds in the middle of before the fall, it was just like clouds that mm-hmm. I can just tell so many people, like, I'm really doing this. I'm really stopping what I thought I wanted to really do what I truly love. And everybody <laughs> So, yes, I I want to snap, snap to that that energy right there. You stop doing what you thought you wanted to do to start doing what you love. Yes. Can we put that in quotation marks? We're gonna slap that right there. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I love, love, love that because the journey of entrepreneurship, it can be so much. It can be so much greatness, so much heaviness, so much you know chaos, and it's it's all necessary in making us remember why we do it in the first place, which brings me to the next question I have for you. Can you tell me about this word passion and and its importance in your journey, in your entire journey of entrepreneurship? Can you tell me about the passion and this word to you? Passion, doing something you love. Like you got to have any entrepreneur you have to have a passion for it because money, people when people think of entrepreneurship, they think about money and freedom, but you're not going to be happy if you don't have the passion for it. You have to be joyful of the things that you're doing and giving to other people. Um, people come in and want in your services so you got to be passionate about it. You can't have step. You have to give your all, your whole mm. heart. 
Um, so when I think of passion, I think about heart. Your that passion is in your heart. It's a part of you. That's who you are. You can't have mm. your passion is your heart. That's everything yeah. means that. Yes, I love it. The passion is your heart. It's who you are, and you cannot have step. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, did you hear that? Say that again for the people in the back. The passion is the heart, and the heart is what you love, and you cannot have step. <laughs> Can't have step at all. I appreciate you for, for highlighting that because... A lot of times, like you said, you mentioned something very important about the money and the freedom. And typically in entrepreneurship, unless you have someone who is vested in you and you don't have to pay them back. So this is like, for example, perhaps, you know, like my children and your children and, you know, entrepreneurs' children typically have, if, if you're successful at it and it's obtaining wealth and resources, they have a greater leg up, right? But I, I know individuals like with our backgrounds and where we come from, because I know you a little bit more than just as the entrepreneur and you know me a little more, we, we had this background where we didn't have all of these assets and resources. And a lot of people think that entrepreneurship equates money and freedom, but it takes uh, some time for that to come, you know, on your own when you're stepping out and you're calculating everything and being, you know, making calculated risk. And I, I think it's so important for you to, for us to know that and for us to remember that it's not about the money. Yes, it is because money is next to oxygen, even though it's not important. You need it to operate in this world. You need currency. And but before you do the currency, I like to remind us and and and, and myself, provide value. And that value will only be provided if you're passionate about what you're providing. So I love what you said. Like you just took it home. You took it home, Jasmine. <laughs> So it brings me to this next question because we kind of hit on a little bit. It kind of correlates with the idea of fear, the taking a big leap, or if you're not having to take a leap and you're forced into entrepreneurship, you know, maybe someone fired you or, you know, something happened and you have to work for yourself. So I want to know, can you tell me about the darkness or the dark phases uh, that you've experienced throughout this journey? You know, because I think a lot of times we sometimes as entrepreneurs, we have to be private, not secretive, but private about the things we go through because we're leaders. And, and I, I think it's important to show some of that transparency of the darkness or the, you know, the low days. So I want to know, can you tell me a little bit about that and, and how do you endure? How do you come out of that? What do you do when you get in those spaces? It's crazy. My job is what get me out of the out of the dark space um actually going to go wax or selling a yoni steam is what helps me get out of my dark moments but mm. um, yes we, the darkness of entrepreneurship doesn't get spoken on enough which brings up money again which money we all need money every day to day to day to life but yeah. entrepreneurship you have your days where one day you can make a thousand dollars and the next day you can make zero. Yes. So we like that can or the whole easy. month you make seventy-five dollars and the next month you make five thousand. You're like, what yes. the world? 
and that like money can definitely put you in a a dark space or make you questioning is this something that you want to do forever but money the know that your business is flowing and you're helping people and you're providing your service it's okay if you have a moment with low income mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know it's only for a moment mm-hmm. um i opened my spa in august august 29th that whole like two months it was money issues because every dollar i made i was putting it back into equipment and products mm-hmm. and so i was like dang like at the end of end of the month uh, open I'm like dang I really don't have any money but what helped me out of that darkness of feeling like that is knowing that I opened a spa knowing that I opened an opportunity to help other entrepreneurs with like you know I have boots so I'm helping other hairstylists get off their ground other nail techs get off the ground so I love that my job is what get me out of the darkness yes Soon that, I love that. <laughs> what I offer helped me up out of it, so it all ties together. I love that. That's so, and you know, and you have such a phenomenal, phenomenal journey because that is a very sacred ordeal. Like to to deal with a woman's area in which she birthed and bring forth life. You know, like that's so sacred. That's all life. It comes out of the womb, and it's just so sacred to to be able to do that and knowing that you're. T- it's almost like surgery. I mean, I've never done surgery before because because I'm not a doctor, right. but I I just understand the energy and the seriousness because I've had C sections before with my children, and I remember how serious the energy was. It was almost like we need to get them a medal of honor. Like that's it's it's almost equivalent to that because of the the sacredness of the womb and the sacredness of the vagina. So this is just so beautiful because it makes sense. You are going into a space to love on someone else, to to take care of them, to help and support their journey of, of a deeper healing and to bring their energy back because a woman feels so good when she when we look good and we take care of ourselves, we feel so much better. It's easier to feel better. So you're doing a lot of healing work. And I found that in, in coaching and doing premarital counseling and all the things that I've done in my entrepreneurship journey, I enjoy speaking with others and asking questions and listening to people it, it literally fulfills and and it, it empowers me to stay empowered because I, I get that so much like that is that is so pivotal to me to be able to serve others is empowering to me and and, and it's that's Hey, some people are built that way. And I think you and I, we're built that way. We we love loving on other people and, and sitting out to other people. And, and, and it just makes us feel even greater. And I call that um, a light worker or servant and not in a bad way, right? And, and that's beautiful, Jasmine, that, you know, in your darkness, you're able to pull yourself out by doing what you love. Yeah. That is so rare. You know, it's so rare. Like some people are doing what they love, but they when they get in those phases, they want to quit, right? 
Right. I was forced through a path of of sitting still with myself and detaching from certain elements of this realm so I could focus and hear my still small voice, right? And it required me to detach from my jobs that I was working within my entrepreneurship, my contracts that I had. And it was just a lot of things that took place and it happened in two months. And when it, when it happened for me, I realized how important it was for me to detach so I could go through the rabbit hole is what I call it. And so I came out on the other side and the world was just as beautiful as beautiful as the one that I love. It was just as great, just as awesome, just as bright. So this new world that I'm operating in, it feels so good. And, and talking to people and working with people and speaking to people and teaching people and all of those things just really empowers my soul. So I really felt that when you said you getting up to go and serve and to do what you love to do pulls you back into a space of light when you're going through those phases. And, and let's talk about that money. Yes. For those who are thinking about entrepreneurship and you're listening in, and I don't want you be, to be afraid because if it's something you think about every single day, if it's boiling in your guts, it's constantly on your mind, you wake up from your sleep with it, these are things that you must birth. These are things that you must test the waters at least to see if that passion is as strong as it is on your mind, right? And I want you all to be encouraged. The money is not always going to flow until you put it in. It's a saying that three to five years, you'll know how successful you are in your entrepreneurship and in your passion based off the assets and resources and wealth you acquire. And, and, and that's the typical average. You know, even with the IRS, after about three years, if you don't make a certain income, they'll kind of stamp you in as doing something as a hobby. So it's known that it takes a little time to get there. And I appreciate you for saying that because a lot of people don't think about how much courage and how courageous you have to be to continue to live out your passions. So that's that's amazing, Jasmine. You are just, you're going to be so successful, more than what you already are. And you're going to get out of the desires of your heart because of your mindset. It's beautiful. Thank you. What can you tell us to empower our journey of entrepreneurship or just our journey in general? Um, well, my is to encourage to... Um, don't ever be scared. Um, we we might second guess. We might want to step back. But all if it's in your mind, it's in your gut. As you stated before, if you're thinking about it so much, go for it. It's okay to be scared, but take take that leap because mm -hmm. it will probably be the decision you ever make. Um, we always want to grow. You want to be successful. Whatever you're thinking about, put it into actions, manifest it. Take that leap. Never be scared. Yes. Yes. I love it. So, Jasmine, can you, this is the final question I have for you. And and I want, I want you to share something with us and be transparent with us, if you don't mind. What would, what impact would you like to leave on this world? You know, if, if if tomorrow didn't appear, what would you have liked to left with this world in this moment and in this time? 
that's a deep question. Um, <laughs> I would like to leave like my bubbly and lightful personality and my career and my passion. I want everybody to know that I am this woman that loves to help other women to be amazing in whichever aspect with your mind, your body, your yoni, like I'm that person who empower other women mm. to feel amazing. Yes. You yeah. most certainly have done that tonight, just in this conversation. You are doing that and I concur. You are definitely leaving a, leaving a an imprint on this world a bubbly light energy and, and empowerment and it's beautiful and I commend you for that so thank you so much for taking a leap into entrepreneurship and creating jobs and opportunities for other individuals you are phenomenal I cannot wait to check in with you in a few years and and, and you continue to remember everything that you came here to be and it's beautiful and I'm I'm just so happy and so proud of all that you've become and you're becoming and I'm really excited to have shared this space with you tonight. Thank you so much for gracing Seven Rims of Ascension podcast, a journey of entrepreneurship. I really, really appreciate you being present tonight. And before you go, could you please tell the listeners where they can find you, how they can book a, a, a beautiful waxing session with you or even order some of your amazing products where can they find you on social media if you don't mind just enlightening us with how we can connect with you further yes ma'am. first i want to say thank you for having me it was a pleasure um everyone can find me on instagram at meraki goddess that's m-e-r-a-k-i and the goddess have three S. So that's Meraki Goddess, three S. On Facebook, um, my business page is the Meraki Goddess Spa. My website is under the link. It's a booking link. The website for my Yoni products and my beauty products is MerakiGoddess.net. And Meraki is M-E-R-A-K-I. Yes. So you all have heard it here. Thank you, Jasmine, owner, founder of the Meraki Goddess Spa and the brand, the Meraki Goddess. And I appreciate all of your time tonight. Thank you so much for everything you're doing in this world. You are making a huge impact and I appreciate you. And I know the world appreciates you as well. If you are near Chattanooga, Tennessee, make sure you stop by and visit Jasmine at the Meraki Goddess Spa. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. And until next time, this is season two, and we are focused on a journey of entrepreneurship. And I'm so grateful to be here. Thank y'all. I'm Rosetta Greer, your host and most high premier. And this is Seven Rooms of Ascension podcast. Peace and blessings, friends. <laughs>